But hello, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Dr. PhD, otherwise known as Pat Haley, and this is the Orange Line back again for another fabulous week of Flyers Hockey Talk. Joining me today on the podcast is going to be uh, my brother, uh, Kevin Haley. Did we come up with a name for you? No, we haven't. Oh. We can always throw a standby. Like, I got, I got you know, old ones on deck. Okay, that's up to you. We can go cricket. Ooh, all right, crick. Cricket? Ooh, no, see, no. <laughs> no, not crick. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm creating nicknames of nicknames. That's not how nicknames work. Yeah, that's it's uh, just a Nick at that point. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, and I'm not. My name's not Nick. <laughs> but this is uh, the Orange Line. You've been on before. You know how this works. Um, and as much as I want to talk about everything that's happened with the GM and uh, coaching situation, I I'm gonna leave that for a different edition where I can get someone who is not a Flyers fan's take on it. Um, so be on the lookout for that. But one interesting thing that just happened was uh, the first game of the 2018-2019 season between the Flyers and the Penguins. Yeah, it was. And it always seems like they always loaded up like the end of the season against the Penguins, which mm-hmm. never does the Flyers any favors. But this was... a early one and they're really trying to i guess set the scene for stadium series coming up yeah they're making it seem like a pretty big deal which is kind of fun to see you know the flyers on a pedestal a little bit not a pedestal but they're giving them like national attention because flyers penguins is a pretty big rivalry as far as like nhl goes because you get crosby and and uh Giroux going back and forth yeah and i think the the nhl realizes that both now that the Pittsburgh has won a bunch of Stanley Cups, and the Flyers have always had a big uh, TV audience that they're really going to push this and, and see what kind of ratings they can get out of it. Yeah, that's true. Plus, I mean, they, they always show the stat of, you know, the, the top two point-getting forwards in the league since, you know, this year or whatever. And for, like, the past eight years, it's been uh, Crosby number one and then Giroux number two, which shows... I think it's been Drew number one for if you go back like the past five years, and well, like Crosby might have just recently overtaken him, but for at least going back to last year, for the five years recently before that, was Drew had the most points in the league. Something along those lines. We don't have that stat on board, but we do have a whole bunch of the Flyers versus Penguins stats here, um, and well, I. It's really exciting to, you know, have the build-up to the stadium series game. I mean, uh, you and I went to the to the one in Pittsburgh at Heinz Field. Yeah, it was. It was it, disappointing that the Flyers lost, but yeah. the experience of being there and the outdoor game was really awesome. Yeah, it was really cool. Um, I'll throw my shade now. Wasn't a lot of Pittsburgh pan- fans there. There were a lot of empty seats. No, true. In the top deck, at and least. The, there were empty seats, but the reason we went, essentially, was because it was projected to rain that day, so we got tickets for really cheap to drive out to Pittsburgh. That's true. We did get them, like, the day before. Yeah. Um, but it was a great road trip. Absolutely worth it. So 
if there is anyone out in Pittsburgh uh, listening to the Orange Line for some reason, uh, you should come. It's it's a fun time. Good road trip. Road trip out here and see how real fans celebrate an outdoor stadium game. That's true because this game is going to be, it's going to be insane. I think. I mean, because. Every time these teams play, regardless of whether they're slumping or they're heating up or anything, they they always put on like a show in a way. You know what I mean? Yes, it's always it's always competitive and it's always physical. Mm-hmm. And that's why I like about it is it kind of this rivalry takes us back to a a time when hockey was so much about. Uh, like just hitting people it, it brings us back to an old school kind of feel you know yes and it seems like it goes back to like and this goes for all sports almost is before players were friends with players from other teams yeah. there were the like i don't know if it's social media or just the internet in general has a lot of people are you know their friends they train together in the off season that kind of thing yeah. and it seems like a, a, most of the flyers don't like most of the penguins and that's fun to watch yeah, it's it's great because you kind of don't see an attitude of we need to beat that team. Um, so watch, watching them play every year is always so much fun. And uh, as you can see from our stats, since, uh, since 2010, they actually have a split record. So that was the only reason I brought up the eight years or so that Giroux and, uh, and Crosby... But yeah, they are actually twenty eight and twenty eight, uh, tied fifty to fifty, in percent. Um, and it is inter- Well, interestingly, in that the since twenty ten, the away team has had the better of most of the games. Well, that's actually because of uh, the new stadium. Well, the Flyers did go undefeated there for two or three years. I think the stat that they showed. I'm not sure. I don't have this stat on hand. But the stat that they showed during the Flyers-Penguins game was they, they're like 13-3 and three in that stadium in regular season games. So, so far, the Flyers have actually held it down um, in, in their home turf. And then we're, we're like, all right. In Philadelphia West, they can keep it locked up. Philadelphia West. No, that's Los Angeles. That's the Kings. Uh, then Philadelphia Less West. Less West, yeah. They are the Less West because they, they suck. I hate you, Penguins. That whole city. Um, But, like, does, does that surprise you at all that they're 28 and 28? A little bit. I think, I mean, especially with the... the the way that they dominate out in Pittsburgh, I would have thought that for the recent years that would have been tipped further in the Flyers' favor instead of just dead even. Yeah, and what's what's pretty cool is you can see uh, we've met the Penguins twice in uh, in that span, and uh, we we back to backed each other. We went four two against them in uh, a hell of a series. That was the in the playoffs. You mean? Yeah. Yeah. That was that was a super intense series. That one. That was Couturier's coming out series. Mm-hmm. And then they uh, they they got us back four two. What was that? Three years ago? Two years ago? Two years ago. Two years ago. And uh, I don't know. I feel like 
that uh, that's a little bit different, I guess. I don't know how else to say it. The, the intensity is way different in yeah. the playoffs than it is but for th- a regular season game, even th- though a lot of the Flyers-Penguins regular season games have a playoff type of feel to them. Yeah, but I think it's funny because of how almost literally split down the middle uh, everything is, is when when the Flyers are at home, it seems like the the Penguins have a bit more of an advantage, but when the Flyers are away, that the Flyers actually have the advantage. It's like the fans kind of egg on the teams, you know? And then when it gets to playoff times, it's like it can realistically go either way. Oh, yeah. One of the, the best things to come out of Pittsburgh was during that first playoff series against them when the guy dressed up as Hulk Hogan was right behind the bench. And that just, I think, really threw the Flyers and the fans even into overdrive for the rest of that series. Yeah, I mean, that was, like I said, that was an insane series to to just watch, not just for the fact that the the Flyers won. But um, it's it, it was so much fun, and that was kind of the opposite of what happened in the latest series yeah it was the flyers were just completely outclassed and they there's the scoring is bad yeah which is something that hasn't been rectified yet right and even though we are talking about the modern era of flyers the claude Giroux and Sidney crosby era if we look at the all-time playoff record stats though it's almost exactly the same 21 and 20 only in the flyers favor but like split down the middle and that's what i love about this rivalry is we are we hate each other but like we're the competition realistically it'll be a great day when one of us gets further ahead yes and when one of us gets further ahead, then there's some, like, really some ultimate bragging rights because mm-hmm. right now Pittsburgh has it with the Stanley Cups. Yeah. And it's just infuriating to hear someone from Pittsburgh be like, it doesn't matter how bad the Penguins are. They can just, well, Crosby, Stanley Cups, what have the Flyers done since 1976? Yeah, it's like, okay, we get it. It's It's kind of like the, I mean... I would equate them to the Cowboys. I know it's not the same thing because five Super Bowls is a lot different from however many Stanley Cups the Penguins have. I don't really care. But, like, every time they go, oh, like, we have Stanley Cups, it's like, cool, shut up. You keep talking about them, and that's all you're talking about. I always always want to go, hey, remember when you almost moved to Kansas City? I just like to bring up, just bring up football because people in Pittsburgh really don't care about hockey. They care because the Penguins have been good. But when the Penguins are bad, no one cares. Yeah. It's a football city. Absolutely. Um, but like I said, this is the the stadium series. Um, I, what do I want to say? Warm-up? Kickoff? Part one of stadium series series. It's like preview. Yeah. Preview game. Well, I think it's it should be a good one. It's going to be back in Philly. What was the score of the Stadium Series game? Ooh. That's Take a your good bets question. now, ladies and gentlemen. Um, unless you already know. I was there, and I'm going to guess that it was 5-2. to two. 
Five to two? That sounds like a proper number. I probably should have had this up before, but it's all right. Um, but what what was something that was like actually different for the Stadium Series game that you kind of noticed? Did 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 you think that the the Flyers or the Penguins played any differently, considering that it was outside or considering that it was actually snowing for more than half of the game? I I wouldn't say played differently, but they you could definitely see on the bench there was a, a difference of players just when they're taking their shift off and they're getting onto the bench. It was instead of concentrating on what we did on that shift, it was like, all right, let's not get cold for these next couple of minutes that we're just sitting here. Right. Well, so as you were saying that, I looked up the stadium series game and we lost four to two. You were close. Um, I remember the Flyers kind of came back with a little bit of life uh, in the second and it kind of carried into the third. But the uh, the Penguins were just a step ahead of us. So we went down hoping to come back in uh, Lincoln Financial. It should be a pretty ruckus crowd. Uh, I don't know how else to say it. It should be a uh, it should be a good one. There should be a lot of energy coming from the stands. It should really get mm-hmm. both teams excited to play. Well, if they're not excited to play, then I don't know why they're playing. But I think, I think like you said, one of the biggest selling points for this game is just going to be how heated this rivalry has been uh, over you know the 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 many many years that uh, the Battle of Pennsylvania has been going on for. And one of my favorite things to at least let Penguins fans know or let people that you know, are just Penguins fans now or something like that. I don't I don't know what else I'm trying to say. Uh, but the fact that... The message you're trying to get off get across to Penguins fans. Yeah, that is that it's kind of gone... I, I keep saying it goes back and forth, but realistically, it was really one-sided for the Flyers when uh, the Penguins and the Flyers first started their rivalry uh, because at that point, the Flyers were the you know the big bad team yeah they were they were doing what they were doing and mm-hmm. they were bullying teams yeah they were mean and nasty and uh the the penguins just couldn't really deal with it and then they got mario Mio, and obviously things are going to shift in their direction he's mario and, lemieux and then they dealt with it yeah um and so like that kind of tipped the scales a little bit because the Flyers were so dominant of the uh, the the Penguins for such a long time. Uh, I mean, you can see in the 1980s they had a 75% win rate, which is is insane. And then it kind of it kind of seemed like uh, once Mario Lemieux was uh, really getting his legs in. Well, even when Mario Lemieux came in, he still dropped the win rate for like the '90s only to fifty percent. So yeah. he just brought him back to to even. And I'm sure. And then there's you get the years where Lemieux wasn't playing. So I think that helps the Flyers in that situation too. Yeah, that's true. Um, and I think it's it's kind of crazy that now things. It's not that it's stagnated, but it's it's so deadlocked between the the Flyers and the Penguins. 
in in terms of just like I said before, going back and forth, swapping wins, uh, winning away, and then winning in in it, uh, Philly. It always is a toss up between the two, especially like it doesn't matter how bad the Flyers look two games prior or how good the the Penguins were the last time they played. It's oh, it's just a toss up. It can. The Penguins can come out and they can put four in in the first period and then the Flyers lose all hope. And then the next game they play, the Flyers can just smash bodies and they win a, a tough-fought game against you know a team that's at the top of the leaderboard or something. Mm-hmm. And so that's, that, that's another reason why I think it's so great to watch this rivalry is because of just how entertaining of a game it is. Like when casual hockey fans watch, you know, any any game or when people who don't really watch hockey at all watch a game, they're always like, oh, when's a fight going to happen? Like, I want to see some big hits and I want to see some insane goals. Like, that's almost a staple of Flyers Penguins. And I think in my mind and in my biased mind, because I am a Flyers fan, I think this could be the NHL's greatest rivalry at least right now. The current ongoing one, it's definitely one of the best. I, greatest all time. You know, I mean, the original six, you got to go back with some of them. But the current like ongoing, Flyers-Penguins is up there. They, You can tell the Flyers-Penguins get a lot of the Wednesday night rivalry matchups. Mm-hmm. Which, those irk me, by the way, because they'll be like, Flyers-Capitals, rivalry night. And it's like... Like, I get what you're saying, but, like, nah. They're not really the rivals. It's really, that's just pushing Drew Ovechkin. Yeah. And, well, that's what I'm saying is, like, they they always try to push, like, these teams don't like each other. And, like, there's there's this great player versus this great player, but who's the better one? And it's like, but are they are the teams actually rivals? It's not a yeah, it's not a real rivalry match. Like if you came into the Flyers stadium wearing that team's jersey, are you going to get beat up or are you just going to get heckled? Cuz that's the line of, you know, a a real rival or just another team. Like you come in with a Rangers jersey, maybe the devils because at this point that's like kind of mellowed i feel yeah they, i mean no more bro door no more a lot of their good players yeah plus it's jersey so who really cares that's true but that's what i'm saying is like the the rivalry nights that they always have like i remember they did uh the rivalry between the flyers and the blackhawks it's like they just won a Stanley Cup from us. I, like, well, I it, get it. I understand the rivalry, but it wasn't even that it was like the next year after. It was like four or five years after they had lost the Stanley Cup to the, yeah. to the Blackhawks. And, and that's what I'm saying. They're trying to push this rivalry on, on the fans. It's like, no, we know why you're saying it. And like, cool. Um, just, just give me Penguins Flyers. Yeah. That's me- what they should have every Wednesday night. NHL, if you want your ratings to go up, give the Flyers like 40 games just against the Penguins and have most of those games on Wednesday nights. I guarantee you people are going to watch. Oh, people are definitely going to watch. 
and then the Flyers are not going to come out on the winning side of that right now, at least. No, I disagree entirely. I don't think so. I disagree entirely. I think it would be back and forth. I would not say that the Flyers are going to absolutely destroy the Penguins, but I think like Giroux would hit a hot streak and then Sydney would hit a hot streak and then like Voracek would pop off, but then there's Phil Kessel being fat and shooting the puck at 1000 <sighs> miles try. per hour. And then, you know, Malkin's going to do something. Like, it, it would be so back and forth. I think it would be such a great series to watch if it was 20 games long. All of the playoffs are just Flyers-Penguins. They're playing every series. Are you going to tell me that you wouldn't watch that? I would watch the shit out of I would watch the fuck out of that series. Um, let me know, ladies and gentlemen, if you would watch that and then tweet at NHL. Uh, we should really push this. Got to get a hashtag for it. And I, but I know if that's what the entire playoffs would be, the Flyers would still not win a cup. If you agree with us and you want to see this, you know, tweet at the NHL and tell them that you too want to see this. Use the hashtag Me Too Flyers Penguins no, for the whole. No, series. no, 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 no. Um, but <laughs> I think that, like, all jokes aside, this. This rivalry right now is so great, and that's why I really wanted this to be a uh, Winter Classic game instead of a Stadium Series game. Hopefully they get a, a third one to finish up the series. Well, hopefully the Flyers can, you know, I don't want to say win. I want to say just beat the shit out of the Penguins in this yeah. so they can force a third outdoor game for the rubber match. Mm-hmm. And I I swear, like, if if the Flyers win... If the Flyers win like four to two or something comparable to that, then I'm gonna start to think that the NHL is pre-written like WWE, and then if it ends up actually being a rubber match that's in Beaver Stadium, I know that's not gonna happen. I know that's not gonna happen. But I love wrestling, Kevin, and I love booking this kind of stuff. It's not. It's not that it's not gonna. Well, it's not gonna happen. But that is the ideal situation for the Flyers Penguins outdoor game because you can get a hundred thousand people in that stadium. It's right in the middle, so you could just like imagine. Imagine Beaver Stadium split down the middle with orange on one side and black on the other side. Kevin, I'm telling you, this is literally the best thing that could possibly happen. And I don't know if it's the NHL, and I don't know if it's Penn State who's not letting this happen. But I don't care. Figure it out so I can have this, because that would be so awesome. It would be. It, that's just a that's dream scenario. It's such a pipe dream, but I love it. Where do you think they would have the the winter classic if the flyers were to win this one and you know they were to force a, a rubber match outside or something like that it, i i would probably have to do it at uh pnc park the pirate stadium yeah well there's already been an outdoor stadium at heinz field there's right. an outdoor stadium or outdoor game at cbp yeah. and now there's one this year at the link so i think they would have to give it to to the pirate stadium out in pittsburgh yeah but i would love to see it well, in the Pitts- middle of the state Pittsburgh like, has they did they do it at heinz field each time or did they do it at pnc i know at least the one against the the capitals that winter classic was at heinz field also mm. 
All right. Don't book that one, NHL. Yeah, that's that one. Yeah, that one's, that one's less cool, and it's a further drive for me. Um, but I think, realistically, that is some kind of fantasy booking that could actually happen, though. Like, just, the Flyers have a possibility of being able to win this game at the the stadium series at Philadelphia, in Philadelphia. Um... And so I think realistically they should start thinking about having an outdoor game between the Flyers and the Penguins, hopefully sooner rather than later for the Winter Classic. And yeah, not the stadium series bullshit. I just I don't like any of the stadium series games. I'm all right with it because it's a nice commodity. I like, mean, it's great. And going to the one in 2017 like out in Pittsburgh was a lot of fun, but I think the allure of the outdoor out out Jesus, outdoor game was that it was once a year, it was on New Year's Day, and that was, was the whole, the attraction to it is that it was one time a year. Now there's the Winter Classic, which I don't even know what the Winter Classic game officially is because there's so many outdoor stadium series games now that it really has lost the luster that was. This is the one game that is played outdoor each year. It's all about the cash, dog. I know it's about the cash. That's what it's about, and so that's why, like, I'm I'm perfectly all right with it, which is every single time I think about it, I go, do you know how much money you would make if you just put it in Beaver Stadium? I don't care. It's Penn State, I think, is what's holding it back. And which I Penn th- State has to ruin everything, don't they? I thought it was Joe Pa, but... Joe Pa? Now he's not around. He put the Ixnay on it. That's one thing that he had in his... Uh, his contract was... No, not his contract, in his will. He uh, he went, yeah, um, if I die, never have a hockey game in that stadium. And then Joel went, what are we going to do? Our hands are tied. Uh, he's dead. He doesn't know. And then Play his the ghost game. haunts Play the, the field. Game. You don't think Penn State would love for Joe Paz Ghost to haunt that stadium? They would. I mean, I know they would. But, yeah, I think this is the money game for the NHL because of how great this rivalry is. I mean, we can go back and we can see that 175, 122, and 30 overtime losses for the Flyers. Um, But... Like I said, split down the middle. Great teams on both sides. It would be such a fun game to watch. And that's why I'm really excited to see how the stadium series goes this year. That's why I want to hype it up and do this whole podcast about it. Because, god damn it. Because fuck Pittsburgh, that's why. Fuck Pittsburgh, and god damn it, do the Flyers deserve some recognition. They they don't get as much as they do deserve. And right now Which is a shame because when you when you watch the Flyers away, there's always orange in whatever stadium they're playing mm-hmm. in. I feel like we're like an undercover really popular team. Like people kind of just generally like the Flyers until we play their team. And then it's like, oh no, fuck. But that's what I'm saying is like we're such an underrated team and right now we're playing like doo-doo 
were not playing well. Underrated, like, market, I would say. Not, like, the team itself this year hasn't been the best. Yeah, but that, what I'm saying is, like, even, even with this team not being successful, I think Giroux should still be recognized as one of the best players within the league. And I think uh, Provorov deserves some recognition for being a insane defensive prospect, even though he's playing Not like a prospect a, anymore. In just a, uh, he's a kid still. Yeah, but he had. I he mean, was, he is here, so he's not a prospect. But but like, he was in a top five pick, you know, for odds for Norris Trophy yeah. at the beginning of the season. And and so that's why I'm like I think. We we deserve a little bit more light shown on us because we have a lot of really, really good things going for us, which, you know, is one thing that I want to talk about um, once it comes to the uh, the time of talking about the, the GM situation. But we have so much going for us that I I feel like we just deserve it, you know? I'm entitled. I'm a millennial, and I feel entitled to this recognition. So, NHL, damn it. Please. Um, but that's not really how things work out, is it? No, not normally. Yeah. But we'll at see. least the they... Flyers walked away with a win. That's true. And they good. looked good. Yeah, well, they, I mean, they got scored on in, like, the first 30 seconds, and they battled yeah. back. And then they got scored on in first in the second period, and they had a quick answer for that. It's just, mm-hmm. that's it was good to see. It was good to see that this the changes that have happened aren't negatively affecting the team as of yet. Well, since what has happened happened, they've only played two games. So, I don't think it's fair to say that it has been good or bad because right now since the gm switch we are one and one yeah but but the flyers have played both of those games with a lot of hustle and intensity you could it's not like the players weren't doesn't seem like this is true. everyone is unhappy and it's like oh shit like you got rid of hextall well fuck you like they the locker room didn't dissent with anything that happened this is very true like I always try to do on these podcasts, I always like to try to end things hopeful. And right now, the Flyers have just beat what I would say is their biggest rival in the Pittsburgh Penguins. And I am hopeful that this is a good turnaround for the Flyers, being able to walk away from a team who has won Stanley Cups, has beaten them in the playoffs, and has been considered a far better team than the Flyers for most of this modern era, I should say. But they were able to walk away with a W, and changes are happening and coming. So I'm hoping that this is the turnaround of the Flyers' season. Nothing but up from here. We're at the bottom. We have only up to go. Not just the turnaround the season, the turnaround that this team needs. This organization needs. With that being said, thank you so much for listening to The Orange Line, the Philadelphia Flyers podcast. I've been your host, Dr. PhD. Joining me today was... You can call me Kevin, Cricket, I'll answer to whatever. 
He'll answer to anything. Uh, but I had Cricket here. Thank you for joining me. Um, any last thoughts? Go Flyers. Go Flyers. Absolutely. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen. I'll see you around.